good. Grief. Geller. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the fifth episode of Good Grief Galler. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Micah. Hello. And Putting a lot of different wavelengths on my You're just war- warming, warming up that trachea. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Irene is also here. Hi. Gotta, we gotta warm it up. Hi. There you go. See? Yeah. Warm up the tongue, warm up the cheeks, warm up the trachea, what warm you, up the. What the, are you. I the, knew you were just waiting to say the, trachea. I the knew mouth. it. I knew you were. I Esophagus. Esophagus. Diaphragm. The uh, electric gym leader in this game. Of uh, course. Trial captain. I, okay, thank you very was, much. Oh my God. How dare you mess up my <laughs> beloved Pokemon lore? How you dare. Hopefully you guys enjoyed your three days off. We are back. You'll be getting an episode today, tomorrow, Sunday, and Monday. We'll be finishing the game on Monday. We're in the future. And then on, uh, speaking of gym leaders, we are talking up to the sixth gym leader of the game. Today? Today. I thought we already did that. No. Fifth was Opal. Oh, okay. So six is different depending on what version you played, which we're going to discuss. Okay. And we're going to discuss a little bit past that, uh, to be exact, where you get the water bike. I think saying the water bike is fine because they showed the water bike in promotional materials. Your bike does go on water, and you get that after the sixth gym, so that's where we're going to stop. So That's everything to do there. Now, before we get into things, we have yet to talk about the wild area. <laughs> the wild area is a thing I think we've all finally raided. Yes. Are you looking for the? I have affirm- done a handful more of more raids since <laughs> okay. the I've, last time we talked. I've done a few more raids as well. And the- I actually, you touched on this on your stream this evening, which would be Thursday evening. I didn't raid purposefully because I didn't want to until I had seen the Pokemon. Because there's too, it's too easy to go into a raid and see other people's endgame Pokemon. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yep. Well, luckily, I didn't pay attention. It's, so It's like a weird... Yeah, I guess we can talk about that. That's kind of like the one bummer about the wild area, and there's like no way to control it, because the game does it push you to do a raid right away. Like The first time you walk into it, the lights are up. You walk up to it, you're like, ah, it's a silhouette of a gloom. I, I can do a gloom. I'm going to fight a giant gloom. And then you do it, and you're like, that was fun, and I can do another one. And it it feels like it's designed. I don't know if it's intentional, but it feels like it's designed where when you start at one area, the one entrance of the wild area, they want you to get to another entrance to get an Emoto Stoke for the first time. You're probably going to be able to see two to three raids, if not more. And there's nothing stopping you. I guess I guess the thing that would be stopping you is to do local thing where you're like the NPC shows a biz, biz, Japanese businessman shows up with Magikarp uh, to help you out in your raid, which is not extremely helpful. <laughs> yeah. Um, or farmer girl shows up with intimidating quillfish. Also not super helpful. Neither of those things happened to me. But if you if you connect to the Ycom, which is the internet thing and you decide to like oh i'll just open up my raid and see who joins and all of a sudden somebody's joining with a zashian you're like well (laughs) uh, i know zashian because it's on the cover of my box but also this doesn't seem realistic right like realistic because there's other pokemon that they don't advertise yes that could just appear Yep. Uh, and that would be a real bummer if you don't know the rumored third legendary Pokemon. What? Um, because every Pokemon game usually has three legendaries. Uh, you know, like Reshiram, Zekrom, and then Kiram. There's two box legendaries and then a third. There's like, usually a third. Yeah. Okay, so you're telling like, me that. Uh, like, as, a, as an example, Kyogre, Groudon, and Rayquaza. Yes. Rayquaza wasn't originally on the... The first two boxes. Yeah, yes, because Ruby and Seth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe they yeah. called that game Emerald. <laughs> and then, you know, the classics, Charizard and Blastoise, and the legendary Venusaur. Venusaur, right, Absolutely. correct, correct. <laughs> yeah, I remember this clearly. So, uh, funny, because I think Michael was in my raid, at, or was watching the stream, and I, I, it was something silly. It wasn't even, like, a hard raid. It was like, hey, can somebody do this real quick? I just need to clear out my raids. Because that's one of the things is... 
if you want more raids to appear, you clear out all your raids and then all more lasers shoot up into the, the sky, which is great. It's a good mechanic. Um, unless, I mean, all your raids are like three-star glooms. Um, if you exit the area, <laughs> it doesn't reset? It resets on its own every 24 hours. So at midnight, it will reset. But if you are doing a lot of raids, it will reset when you clear all your active raids. Okay. And as for the weather, the weather is also 24 hours. Really? Um, so if, if a certain area is sandstormy, that area will be sandstormy for the whole day. And then once midnight clicks over, it will change. Now, nothing is stopping mm-hmm. you from going into your switch settings, changing your time, That's- going back in. That's been a thing with Pokemon for like Pelago and stuff. You could, or, you know, whatnot. You can always change your time for that kind of stuff. I don't know if that will ever be stopped or if they care about that. I was in a, well, I don't remember. It was like a three star, very simple, just needed to clear it out. And then somebody showed up with that third legendary. Wow. And I was like, well, one, we don't need this. It is overkill for what we're doing. We could all show up with like metapods and be able to do this raid secondly i am going to kick you out of this raid which the only way to kick people out is to back out of the entire raid but then reactivate it <sighs> no one look no one needs to show off <laughs> your your well i didn't even know that there was a third well, now you do <laughs> now you do okay. it's spo- spoiler it's just charizard <laughs> okay yep well <laughs> i thought it was venusaur no, that was red and blue. Oh, okay. This one, it's it's Zam- Zashia and Zamazenta and Zachar Zizar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone I told you, though. <laughs> I, I, I feel like a... Wait, no, I was thinking about Monster Hunter. I was going to be like, Zarathian. But there's, no. uh, there's plenty of Pokemon that you could be spoiled early on. Like on the route to Sir Chester, which we're about to talk about, you see Snom for the first time which is this uh, very cute uh, ice bug, and it evolves into a Pokemon called Frostmoth. And if, you know, you only have one badge with Milo and you're out in the wild area and somebody's joining with a Frostmoth and you haven't seen it, it's just like, well, that's not, probably not the best situation to be shown a new Pokemon in. But also people, some people care, some people don't care. But I know, like, Will texted me right away and he was like, I... Don't like doing, I don't want to do any more raids right now because I've been spoiled of so many Pokemon and now everyone's doing this fun thing and I feel like I can't do a one because I don't know what Pokemon they're going to pick. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I didn't do anything until <laughs> I did my one Mudbray Mood. and then I carried on and finished the story and then I started doing raids. Which is like a bummer though because it, it feels it feels like there's nothing wrong with this, but it feels like that kind of person who, like, they get a plate of dinner and they have to specifically eat one thing at a time. Like, oh, I got to do all my mashed potatoes first, and now I got to do all my peas, and then I got to do my meat, and then I'll do my carrots, and then I'll finish my glass of milk. Why would you eat this is a really for the carrots? I, I, I usually respect your analogies, but this is one that does not hold up. Wait, no, it does. <laughs> no, because it really you, you have all though. these. This is like one of the f- Pokemon games where you have all these things to do. You can play through the story. You can explore the wild area. You can sure. do raids. You That's can do the-, the cooking. Well, right. You don't have... Well, when you're in the wild area, you don't have to do raids. But, but not- you can still collect Pokemon and not be spoiled. And for somebody to play through it and be like, well, I don't want to do raids because that could possibly ruin my enjoyment is like a bit of a bummer. And the only way I guess you do that is either one, you play with friends who will respect that you haven't seen specific Pokemon, or two... You default to the NPCs, which are not particularly great at helping you solve these raids. Yeah, but I mean, if you're doing something that is reasonably within your skill range at that time anyways, like pre-endgame or pre-postgame or whatever, I feel like I the, the like one or two that I did, I didn't have any trouble with just using the NPCs. Granted, I didn't do anything really crazy, but... You know, I, I I can't imagine that somebody's gonna be doing Gigantamax. I don't Dreadnought. know. <laughs> yeah, some Gigantamax Dreadnought like pre post game, unless you're significantly over leveled. I mean, it, your level doesn't matter for raids. You can be level twenty, you can be level one hundred. Don't matter. Oh, it all scales. Really? Oh, okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, there's probably I, yeah, some sense of level, but I do not feel. Any more? I've I've probably done two hundred plus raids so far. Two. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> Give me that league card. I need to see the stats. <laughs> I have. Checking I do not feel any more powerful with my level 
15 Togetic that I was using versus my level. Oh my gosh, there's a Togetic. 71 Maractus that I'm using. There's and we Maractus. all know Maractus. Some would are, argue. Are you, are you honestly going into a raid with a Maractus? Oh, Maractus is so good. Look, Maractus okay. is hitting four right. times weakness on Dreadnought. Water rock. Maractus. Hit him with the Giga Drain. Hit him with the Wood Hammer. Set up a little synthesis. Oh, you're good to go. You're going to use Wood Hammer? Some would argue that. that 2019 is the year of Maractus. Okay, well, oh, 2019 I, is I'd over like to in talk about to those people. <laughs> 45 days. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know anything <laughs> about this level scaling or whatever. I just know that, like, I, I go in with whatever type advantage is and my highest level Pokemon for that type advantage. But I get the idea that, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is just a missed opportunity that they could have done some level of I don't, uh, yeah, road I don't, blocking. But what do you do, though? What do you do to, like, right, prevent I don't, that? I don't well, think there's a solution to that. I definitely feel like they kind of segment it because, well, one, you pointed it out to me, but there's that whole bridge, which is a second area mm-hmm. of the wild area, <laughs> but it's not um, suggested to go over there. And I think there are also those like larger Pokemon that like I walked into like a level 26 or 46, whatever it was. Um, when I was way under leveled, so it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm walking into this, and I'm assuming all the wild Pokemon around that uh larger one is probably the same level, and I'm way under that, so I'm not even going. I'm not going to go over there because yeah. obviously I'm not ready to do that. So why would I explore over there? I agree with that a hundred percent, and I think that explains my perspective pretty well. That like. I think that the wild area is very much intentionally a post-game thing that you can access at any point in the game. Because the wild area, no spoilers, but the wild area gets immensely better, I think, in post-game. Yes. And I think that that's the, the intention. I think the intention is you can go there if you want to. There's no gatekeeping to like keep you out of the wild area. They want to show it to you early and show you that it exists, but they also want to show you that it's no joke. And the first onyx that you see will absolutely destroy your whole team because <laughs> it's level 46 and your highest level Pokemon is maybe 12. So I think it, I think it does say it does tell you, Hey, this is a really good thing for you to come back and do later when you, have the capability or the skill set or the the team that can handle being in this area for a long period of time and and after after the you know the game the the core game the this like post game wild area stuff i think does a really good job of leaving a lot for you to do because there is so much i haven't completed the game yet so and i'm pretty sure both of you have at this yeah point. as of this recording yeah, yeah. But the other thing that I kept um, in mind about the wild area is I've only done a few raids. I mean, I've done more raids than <laughs> I think you've <laughs> done like six time. or seven. Yeah. When I would do certain battles, I would be like, oh, I need to kind of level up some of my Pokemon. Maybe I'll just hop down to the wild area and walk around there and do that because then I'm not accidentally walking into a cutscene or something. Sure, yeah. And not, yeah. So, because you don't know what's on the upcoming round. Yeah. So, that that's also a reason why I've gone back a few times, but otherwise, I haven't really been in the wild area, but for the previous. I feel like reasons. there's at least two points where Hop says, like, oh, you should train up in the wild area. He says that immediately after. Motostoke, right? Yes. Is that Motostoke? Like, after you beat Kabu, I think he says, like, oh, we yep. should train in the wild area. Yep. And then yeah. that opens up. I think maybe there are a couple times throughout that he mentions that, that he says, oh, I'm going to go train up in the wild area or whatever. He kind of like, I think maybe like two to three times he mentions it, which is a good point. Like you can go it like, that's what I mean about not gatekeeping the area. Like you can go and train up in the area, but there is definitely stuff in there that even at, you know, level 30 to 40 can still destroy you. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, totally. It, and it is it is definitely for post game stuff very very good for continuing to level up like if you're trying to do evolutions or you're trying to do whatever like you have a specific pokemon that you want to try and train and and level for competitive or whatever. 
it is a good means to do that still. So that the the ability to train in the wild area exists throughout, which is is nice. Yeah. I just think my 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 whole point of bringing that up, and I know Will will probably bring it up because that was I, I know Will's loving the game, but he was he was bummed that Pokemon were spoiled through raids. But like showing like somebody popping in with a third legendary, and you're only maybe like three badges in, like that sucks. And yeah. I don't think there's a way to prevent that unless the game actually says like this person doesn't have enough badges to do that. Like I could see the argument I of like. Mean- I oh, actually, like this person has like honestly, a frost moth, and like, okay, cool. You know, there's an ice bug later on in the game, but like, especially specifically, it was that third legendary where I was like, man, this sucks for somebody who's never beaten the game. See, I, feel- I could imagine. Sorry, really uh, quick. Okay, this is a fast one. I can imagine the the easiest way for them to fix that would just be to do what they do with competitive, where they just ban legendary or not, you know, but remove legendaries like that from just like don't let people go in with it. Yeah. What is it, what difference does it make? <laughs> It's not going to be the end all be all if you can't go in with your three legendaries. Like, sorry, go ahead, Irene. Um, I don't. Maybe it's also just the way that I was playing, uh, because initially I didn't really walk around the wild area, so I think I skipped a lot of those issues because it was like, okay, Hop said, gotta go through here to continue on to the next town. I'm not going to wander around too much because also everybody that I talked to was like, oh, I spent two hours in the wild there. I was like, I don't got time for that. So (laughs) that's that's the problem though is it's so good. So like you can be like, well, I'm just going to come back to the end of the game. But the wild area is so fun that like I literally have gone like, oh, I'll go from start to finish. I'll check all the raids. And then all of a sudden like I do one and then somebody invites me to one and then I do another one and then I I see two Pokemon I don't have and I catch them. And then my Pokemon are weak. So then I start camping and now I'm I'm, I'm cooking some bomb curry for my crew. I'm feeding my Cramorant. I'm feeding my Rimbombi. I'm hitting the salads for my Rillaboom. And all of a sudden, somebody uh, then uh, then I'm done cooking, and then more like there's another raid, and uh, it's like four hours later, and I'm still in the wild area. I'm still in this really great experience, and like got to move on, man. Yeah, sometimes Disconnect. you just got to move on, but like <laughs> it's it's nice to have that thing that we didn't really have before in other Pokemon oh, totally. games to like. Hey, I'm really sick of doing the story. I don't want to do any gym leaders right now. I just want to hang out, cook some food, do come do some raids. Because when you do a raid, you don't get levels. You don't get experience for yourself. Your Pokemon don't level up from a raid. Well, but you just get stuff. Technically not. But, but you, you get, get the candy, which is yeah. amazing. Uh, because, you know, right before the end of the game, I was like, you know what? I want to change two Pokemon out of my team before I go into this battle. And they're 20 levels different and I have all this candy and I can quickly match them to the other Pokemon on my team and I can go into this and enjoy it without being like, oh, I got to grind like six hours to get these Pokemon to... Right. Or, or like I do the thing where it's like, well, these are the six Pokemon I use and they're the highest, so I'm just going to keep on using them like a lot of people play Pokemon games. I feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, It's but but the game doesn't give you options. So when you... When you do a raid, you get a bunch of candy, which is another way to level up your Pokemon. You get a bunch of TMs, which is great, or TRs, reusable TMs. And you might get, you know, nuggets or pearls, which you can sell for money, which you can then, you know, buy $130,000 leather jackets to put on your character. (laughs) I've spent more money on fashion in this game than any other Pokemon game. So even if you're not making progress with your Pokedex or you're not making progress leveling up your team or you're not making progress with the story, the wild area gives you a situation. And we've talked about this all year with video games and prior to this of sometimes video games do not respect your time. And I think the wild area does respect your time in the sense of like, oh, I've done 18 G Max Dreadnoughs and I've only caught two of them, but I have all of this candy. I have all yeah. of these nuggets. I have all of these TRs. And now I, I, if I do get a Pokemon I really like, if I do find, you know, the, my, the love of my life, Cramorant with the perfect nature and the perfect ribbon and the sir pecking of Cramorant, I don't have to worry about grinding what? to get him up to level 100. I'm rolling in candy and I can just, I just open his beak, stuff all that candy in Why and we- then he's level 100 and it's great. Um, so you got to get that five star Cramorant though. 
I, I've done two five-star Cramorants. They both ran away from me. Oop. <sighs> there are red raids and what people call gold raids. Uh, from our understanding... They're not gold. They're all red. No, no, no. <laughs> the, ba- <laughs> the background of the raid image will either be red or gold. Okay, oh, sure. but... Okay. And so the red is just a, a pool of Pokemon that it pulls from. And red can pull from... Red can pull from, you know... But like G Max Butterfree to G Max Dreadnought to uh, Machoke, it's a huge things. Uh, and then the gold is more of a smaller pool. So gold is going to get you your All Star Pokemon, like your uh, like your Toxtricities, Toxtricities, or your uh, Quillfishes. I don't know why Quillfishes and gold, <laughs> but it's there. So um, five nothing- star <laughs> top to your Pokemon. The plural. Only the best. The plural of Quillfish. Fish is quillfishes? No, Not I think it's just quillfish. Quillfy. Quillfy. Quillfishes. The stars do. The stars match up with IVs. So if you're doing a two star, you're going to get two IVs. If you're doing a four star, you're going to get four IVs. Four 100% IVs. Or like four, four max four IVs. Perfect IVs. Yeah. There are three co- different color beams there's the red beam, the pink beam, and then the like purple beam with the clouds around it. I've never seen that. The, the master beam. <laughs> the master sword Coining beam. terms here tonight. <laughs> Doing our best. There are a couple things in the master area, too. There's the... Or master area, sorry. Wild area. <laughs> oh there's my a couple gosh. things in the wild area. There's, there's a daycare in the wild area. There there's, is. There's, yeah. There is. I'm, uh, I'm a little disappointed that the daycare in the wild area does not share with the daycare on the route. Uh, no. You can have two different egg things going if you want, I guess. Which is kind of nice, I guess, in some regards, but also in in what world really is anybody going to be doing two <laughs> egg things no at clue. once? Who's going to be juggling two eggs at once? I don't know. It would have been really nice to like be able to put it to have the same thing in in both daycares, so that wherever you are, you can access it. But oh, sure, um, there I- are two digging guys. Yes, near the daycare in the wild area. They will, for watts, they will dig for you and they will find you fossils and nuggets and stardust. 500 watts a piece. This was the first time. I found them yesterday as of recording this. And I I talked to one and he said, I am less skilled, but I have more stamina. Uh, My brother has more skill, though, and he has less stamina. And I did one of his and I got like five things. And then I went to the brother and I got like 10 things. And then I went back to the other guy, and I got, like, six things. Interesting. <laughs> and I was like, I could be here all day, so I'm just going to carry on. The only thing that I've done um, in that area are the missions, the challenges. I don't remember what they're oh, actually like the, called. Oh, like the rally and stuff like yeah. that? Oh, the bikes. Yeah, yeah, the, like, obstacle course race thing. I've only done that. Well, and I didn't even know what it was. And then they you gotta were like, get you gotta get that high score for your trainer card so you can yeah. flex you can flex your rally score. Yeah, because yeah, that's, right. that's something that I'm real proud of. I actually found that those those rallies are uh maybe a little bit more interesting way to get from one area to the other that maybe you're unaware of how to get there normally. So like if you if you say if you go to and it says do you where do you want to rally to then you say I I don't know wherever the ghost thing is. And then it says, okay, enjoy the rally. And then you take the bike route there. I got, I was more easily able to familiarize myself with the route from where I was to that area just by doing the rally. And that made me more familiar with the wild area in general, which was, I thought was kind of neat. Something that I've thought of uh, throughout uh, my playthrough is that with the map, I wish I could zoom in a little bit. Oh like, yeah, I like I like the goal flags and everything, but I'm just like I don't know where I am in this city. Like, <laughs> like sure I'm in Moto Stoke, but like how? Like, but where? When I was in uh the city with our gym leader, Chester? Yeah, I was like I do not know how to get out of this place. I keep going around this fountain and then I go upstairs, upstairs, up the hill and I'm by this one restaurant and then there are a bunch of houses and then there's this guy talking about being depressed in the snow and then there are people that are like, hey, let's eat ice cream in the winter and I'm like, yeah, that's my aesthetic but like, I'm like, how do I leave? 
So I, I yeah. think, yeah, uh, zooming in on the map would be really nice. But specifically, I think zooming on the map in the wild area would be extra nice. Because mm-hmm. it's all like the same. It's exactly what you see when you open it. Everything yeah. is exactly what you see. <laughs> what I do like, though, is that if you're going through the Pokedex and you want to see the habitat, of course, of a certain Pokemon, like you can still see exactly where in the wild area it will be along with the weather condition. So Right. You can toggle weather by pressing the start button on the overworld map. Yeah. What now hold on. Does it show you the weather on the map for yep. those areas? Yep. yep. Oh, interesting. Because like- I saw the weather condition, but I thought that it was in the Pokedex it was saying this will show up in that habitat. N- yeah. Like so when habitat. you're when you're when you just go to the standard map in your mm-hmm. in your uh X button, Y button, X button. And then you hover over the wild area. If you just hit the plus button, uh, it will toggle weather on and off. On and off. So if you go to like, I think one of the places called like Giants Cape, it'll say like, oh, it's sunny or foggy or uh, snowy or sandstormy. And so like certain Pokemon, uh, like Galarian Corsola, will only appear in one part of the map only when it's like overcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and up. Uh, I know everyone's dying to hunt Cramorant. That's going to be like two parts of the map, but only when it's raining mm-hmm. where it shows right. up. Mm-hmm. One of those areas is the Beware Murder Island, where <laughs> when you arrive, what? it is literally like 300 Bewares and they all chase after you. What? It's actually it is terrifying. Incredible. I have no, I have no clue <laughs> what you're talking about. And in between the Bewares, if you can't escape, they what? sprinkle Kinglers throughout. What are you talking about? <laughs> I saw a really good uh, video on Twitter that someone cut. It's just lots of like really intense screaming and chasing <laughs> of all the Pokemon chasing you. I uh, the yeah. whole squad of like Machops that just run face first at you is really frightening. <laughs> There's a lot of Pokemon in the wild area that watched or our fellow f- or our friends of uh, Sir Naruto. There's a a lot of Pokemon that run like that boy. I really hated that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're everywhere. Okay, a couple other things about the wild area, in case you don't know. There are five NPCs that, five or six, that will rotate throughout the map every day. They change, but they will sell you luxury balls, repeat balls, quick balls. Um, net balls and uh, timer balls, and they will uh, they will they will change locations every day, and you can buy those with watts. If you are into competitive and you don't feel like doing raids to get TRs to drop, you can just cash in watts for specific TRs from these people as well. So the TRs are reusable TMs. It's funny because uh, I told Micah before we knew all the information that this was this was infuriating. That in black and white, we finally got reusable TMs, and now all of a sudden they're going back to one-time use TMs called TRs. Uh, but this is mostly to replace the move tutors that have existed in past games. Sun and Moon didn't even have a move, tu- move tutor that was introduced in um, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And move tutors would teach your Pokemon specific moves, usually good moves. Like, I think, uh, oh man, what was, what, what's like a... Like overheat, I think, is a really good fire move that I think you can only get. I'm probably wrong. Somebody's probably screaming at there. I can't think of what fire move. But let's say like overheat, you can only get from a move tutor. So you had to specifically go to the battle tree and Ultra Sun and Moon. You had to like pay like 25 battle points, which you would either get from surfing or doing the battle tower or connecting to Pokemon Bank, and then you would buy that TM to teach your Pokemon one time or not. You wouldn't. They wouldn't give you an item. It would just teach you that overheat to that Pokemon for the one time. And then if you wanted, if you accidentally deleted it, you would have to then spend another twenty-five battle points to do it. So TRs just throw that whole system out the window. You know, anytime you do a max, uh, you know, max raid Butterfree or something, you're probably going to get like Psychic or Buzz Buzz Bug Buzz to drop. And um, you might have four or five if you do a lot of Butterfreeze. But if you don't want to do any Butterfreeze, you can go to one of these five people who do rotate every day. And you can spend the 3,000 watts or whatever to then just buy a TR right there. And what's nice is you don't have to use it right away. It just goes into your inventory and you can save it for later. They're also, they look like vinyl records, which is kind of funny. Yeah, they look like little records, I guess. There's that guy in Moto Stoke that says like, oh, they're really antiquated technology. (laughs) 
I guess that confirms forever and always that TMs are just CDs that you jam into your Pokemon's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Cramorant's real excited to learn some TMs. Cramor- oh, Cramorant's a big eater. You get a big plate. Um, Candy, records, CDs. He eats it all. He, he eats it all. He uh, could choose. So, last thing I want to talk about for the wild area is it's by far probably the thing that people keep talking about, the thing that, like, people love the most about this game. And uh, I feel like this is a this is a weird comparison. Maybe it's not. But mm-hmm. there are, the, the wild area is far from perfect. <laughs> it's very bad. As of recording today, Nintendo online servers, the thing we pay $20 a year for, was not working, which meant... Trying to connect with other people to do raids failed. People would get kicked out of raids. Uh, people couldn't join other people's raids. So that's all dependent on the Nintendo Wi-Fi system working fully. Nintendo, what is it called? Nintendo Online member Nintendo service? Online? Nintendo What's Online. It? So that wasn't working today. Yeah. Um, so that's one flaw of the wild area. Needs internet. It took me 10 minutes to connect to someone for a trade <laughs> because we kept continuously getting disconnected from the, the internet in the game, which is awful. The wild area is significantly more ugly than the rest of the game. Definitely not as crisp and clear as the other game. Busy. It's also very leggy. It's chunky. Yes. Yep. You get on your bike. You're doing a little stuttering. Pokemon <laughs> popping in, popping Someone out everywhere. Just, like, <laughs> appears on top of you. That's what happened to me with a different gar- boater. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> it is far from perfect. Yet with all of these flaws, and I'm sure I could think of more. People keep talking about how it's their favorite part of the game, and it reminds me a lot of Pokemon Go. When Pokemon Go first came out, it was the most downloaded app of all time. I think it's still the most downloaded app of all time, still incredibly popular. The first two weeks of that game was unplayable. People were getting kicked out. Uh, The app itself was not very pretty. Nothing worked. Yet every day the three of us went out to play this game, whether it worked or not, because that core principle behind it, behind all the garbage you had to sort through to even play <laughs> two minutes of that game to catch one Pokemon for your app to crash, for you to click close your app, relaunch the app to do it again. That core principle was so fun. And I feel like that is 100% the wild area. It's not, it's super laggy. It's not the prettiest. It has so many issues, but that core principle is definitely there. Yeah, I, as far as the graphics go, like they're not super super noticeable unless you're like really getting up close to a tree. Like if you're standing in an area doing some raids or you're like searching for specific Pokemon and not like paying a ton of attention to your surrounding, like the atmosphere is enough that you get the suggestion of what what they're trying to get it to look like, right? It isn't the best looking by far. Uh but it's not like super noticeable. Like it's not aggressively noticeable this the grass looks fine you know which is really what you're spending the most of your time looking at i feel like the grass that like pokemon walk in yeah it's the oh, most it's, yeah no the grass on the ground is <laughs> real bad <laughs> the grass on the ground is just like pure green <laughs> it's the most noticeable noticeable to me when i'm just looking for the little like trinkets and stuff that are on the ground oh the sparkles yeah because then it's like Oh, I see that over there, but was that actually there? And then I'm moving more slowly around things, and it's like, oh, that tree looks like the. I don't know what that's supposed hey, game to be. Game Freak got yeah. real good at copying and pasting that tree. <laughs> <laughs> that tree is. They've mastered one tree, and it's everywhere. I mean, it's <laughs> it's 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 easy to point at and be like, look at how bad this tree looks, because it does. But it's weird because yeah. once you step outside of the wild area, the trees look great. They look awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't do. look like the same tree copied and pasted everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't know if I don't know if that could be fixed with an update. Game Freak is v- very well known for not updating their games unless it's a game ba- breaking bug. Right. As far as the lag goes though, I've only ever noticed it when I'm online and there's other people in the area and I'm yeah. that that's that's bad, but <laughs> when I'm playing by myself just like going through the wild area trying to fill my decks it doesn't i i don't think i i get any leg which is nice but like man if it just didn't run so poorly when i was when i was like seeing other people in in the world that would be really nice too granted they're not really like doing much <laughs> they're just kind of standing around 
I, I just I just suffer through it because it's worth being online. It's worth to me, I, and and Micah's more of a solo player, but it for me it is like worth it to see what my friends are catching, to see like oh this person that I know just opened up a max raid that I'm looking for. Seeing the other people bicycling bicycling around and making my frame rate drop is like whatever. It's worth it. It's worth it for everything else. It's like worth it <laughs> to feel like I am playing with other people. Even though the people that exist in my world are useless, nothing bodies that just kind of move around at a very chunky. Wow. Well, like, no, you can get like, you can the, get food off of them, and you can go into their tent and hope they cook with you. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody ever said no? Well, you can just you can just go into their tent, but they have to, I think, initiate the cooking while you there you are there. Really? That's never. It's their tent. That's never happened. I've just been like. Have you set up a tent? Yes. Have somebody come into your tent? Oh, no, because I'm not online that often. <laughs> but like you, like I've never had it where I haven't selected I want to cook, and they're just like no. Oh, the NPCs outside the wild area; those are there too for you to cook with. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about in the wild area. Actual, the people actual setting the, the, okay. the actual tents in the wild area are real people. Okay. Okay. There are there are tents set up outside the wild area that are NPCs that all have like specific Pokemon that are like there's a tent with all Eevees. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a tent. I found with, all the meowths. There's the all the meowth tent, <laughs> which is interesting because that tent has a lot of Galarian meowth and, and a then, regular meowth, and then it has a, an Alolan. It meowth. has an Alolan meowth. I was like, oh! <laughs> which is the first Alolan I think you see in the game. Which I'm assuming then once. Pokemon Home comes out, Alolan Vulpix should be able to come in because Vulpix is in the game. But who knows? Maybe they'll block it. But <laughs> it has the same dex number. So I don't know why they would. Uh, okay, let's get to the uh, gym leader here. There's a uh, route. They, they, they add a new route to the game, which is just like walk up ladders, walk down ladders. There's a couple new Pokemon on this route. I think the one that stands out probably the most is uh, Phalanx. Which is like the little bug Pokemon that has uh, the little bugs behind it. Yeah. People really like this thing. It looks like a centipede, but also a bunch of like uh, knights. Yeah, they're like little knights that like make a little Trojan horse knight. Mm -hmm. Nice. They're not bug though. I think it's pure fighting. I thought it was like, I don't know. I think it's a a fighting Pokemon. Um, Which makes sense. That's really the only notable thing, I think, on the way to the next city. I kept uh, walking into Girder, which yeah, was there. awful because they had their big old things of plywood, and I'm like, please move. And they're like, ha, no. There's, there's some Girders. There's some Boldors. I think Lunatone is on that route. Uh, there's a Crustle that is blocking Brick Break at the end of the route, so if you did not get that, Brick Break's good. He's like off to the side. He kind of looks like he's blending into the map. Um, yeah, the Crustle's Did you say a crustal? crustal? Okay, yeah. yeah. No, and yeah, then Brick yeah, Break is behind it. it. Um, and then it starts getting snowy, and we arrive in arrive into Surchester, which I think Irene said is supposed to be Manchester. It reminded me of Manchester. Um, and in this town, uh, Surchester, really Sir good music, you. really Surchester United. <laughs> Real, really great music in this town. There is um a fountain in the middle. There are two hotels. One of the hotels has the uh. Shiny charm in it once you complete the game. That's where Game Freak will be. It will have the Oval Charm, which is, again, once you beat the game, you will challenge the one of the game directors to get the Oval Charm. The Oval Charm will let you hatch eggs faster. Shiny Charm, obviously, when you complete the Pokedex, and you can increase your Shiny chances. And there's a brand new charm in the game that you get for free just by talking to the people. Uh, and it's called the Critical, the Catch Charm. And it just all it does is increase your critical catch rate. You don't have to do anything for it. You just have to find the guy in the left hotel. Is that, that before you finish the game, or is it anytime? Only? Okay, anytime. Okay. So there's no. This is the first time there's a catch charm, uh, and there's no requirement besides finding the guy and talking to them. There's nothing stopping you from going right into the gym and battling the gym leader. There's some other things in the town, but we'll circle back to that. But uh, you guys had a different gym leader than I did. Bob's your uncle. Uh, yeah, we had the, was he Rock? He uh, r- yes. Rock, I yeah. believe, yeah. And he was Dolph Ziggler. That was the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, wow, this WWE wrestler is here. This is hilarious. Also, he was kind of a jerk. Gordy. 
Gordy, yeah, Gordy. Is his name. And it's not even with a Y, it's with an IE, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh he's got sunglasses and like a like a uh middle part, like long middle part. Uh is he is he cool? Is he like is he the best gym leader in the game? No. He's pretty forgettable, honestly. Okay. <laughs> the thing that was most exciting about Gordy, I think, is that when he he lost, he like went back to his dressing room and or maybe it says it on his league card. It said something about like when he loses, he goes back to his dressing room and doesn't talk to anybody and he rarely does like post match interviews. And that his fan base finds it endearing that he <laughs> that he doesn't do post match interviews when he's mad. Wow. Can you, uh, can you hit me with his Pokemon? One of them was uh he had a stone journer. So that's a new one. Uh he had a shuckle. Okay. Uh I wrote down new rock thing. And colossal stone journer. A, a colossal. I already said okay. stone journer. Oh, I thought you said weird rock thing. I thought no, you meant. No, I did. No, I did. So I oh, said okay. stone journer, and then, uh, but that was like the third one I think he had. And then I think he, he opens with a barbarical. Yes. Yeah. I was furious. That's, that's what. The, that's what the stone <laughs> thing, the rock thing that I didn't know what that okay, was. Okay. Uh, I have. I. I. I've. I've saw stone journer early, uh, in the leaks. I was like, oh, I also, stone edge. Also, you can see him right before Milo. There's like yep. a little and the cutout uh, with cutout a thing. Greedent, I think. Is Stone Journer awesome? Do I, would I like this Pokemon? How is he in movement? Is he cool? Is he sweet? Did you I, want? I cutout? liked it. I liked it a lot. I was like, ooh, I want one of these. Um, Picture Stonehenge. Okay. Like the Stonehenge, stru- like one of Stonehenge. Exactly. Uh, uh-huh. the, top, the top stone <laughs> is just the whole body, and each side stone is a leg. And it has eyes, and then uh, like googly eyes. Like, like, is it a dumb Pokemon? Or is it no, like it's a, cute. No. And then it has like mud kind or something. Like the the legs on the sides are like brown on the bottom, but the rest of it is just like gray stone. I don't know. It's cute. Yeah, like you've been like, stomping in mud. Was it a threat, or did you guys just one shot it? I mean, it's pure rock. Uh, so like. I mean, <laughs> I wrote Stone Journer. <laughs> uh, LMAO. So I'm pretty sure I just one shot at it. Okay. But. All right. Uh, and, uh, the, and I'm assuming he gigantamaxed the colossal. Yep, colossal. Colossal. Clo- what a name! Clo- which is a rock fire Pokemon new to this game. The evolution of Carcoal, which is probably the best Pokemon name which ever. Just the evolution of what's the baby? Roly Coley. Roly Coley's the best one. It's so cute. I was. Like, <laughs> You were like, oh, car soul, whatever. It's super cute. And then I walked into Roly Poly. I was like, why would you not talk about this? This is so First cute. Off, it's and car, it's called Roly Poly. I don't even coal, care. Whatever. Roly Coly, because it's coal. Stop. I Roll don't care. <laughs> Things that you set on fire. Roly rocks. Rolls the coal right into the car coal. Uh, <laughs> and then the car coal, when it gets enough of it, it becomes colossal. Was was he was he was he difficult? Was he hard? Was he easy? What's what's up with this guy? Nah, I mean, it, it, you it know, was, he wasn't memorable. The match wasn't memorable. The puzzle before the match was more memorable than the actual okay. battle. And we had the same puzzle. It's just you guys had to walk through sandstorm. I had to walk through an ice storm. And we had to oh. drop through the ground. Drop through the ground. Yeah, it was the same yep. same puzzle. That's interesting because did you have the same device? Yes. It was That's... just everything was white instead of what when I saw you play. It was all brown. <laughs> That's super interesting because when I was thinking, when I was playing, I was like, oh, like, also because of uh where we wa- we were walking previously like earlier um but it reminded me of like archaeology and stuff like that so well, you can archaeology in the uh ice yeah, yeah there's no, frozen fossils i mean i have a degree in archaeology a degree and uh, item finderology as well i could imagine <laughs> it's just like find your way through a blizzard it yeah was- i mean the I guess- last part was incredibly hard to see for yeah, me, at no, least. it, it yeah, definitely it really was. was. I was like, I was walking like, like step by step, and I was just like, oh, jeez, like I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I kept, um, just like block, like walking into holes, and so eventually I was like, okay, well, at least I know that the pattern is here because I've walked into everything that I was supposed to fall into, um, in this one area before I could get onto the platform, which I'm really happy that. Once you got to a platform, you didn't have to start back at the beginning, oh, yeah, right, right, right. which reminded me of Destiny and jumping puzzles and how oh, I'm see. very bad at them. Um, so I was like, thank you. Thank you, Arceus, for letting me 
start at new. Melanie and Gordy, like husband and wife? I don't know who Melanie is. I don't so, think so. Uh, so Melody was my gym leader. Mm-hmm. Mel- Melanie? Or Mel- Melody. Melanie. Melody. Sorry. Melanie. 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 She is it's like ice. spelled like melon and then with a Y. Melon with a Y. I think her yeah. Japanese name is just melon. Because yes. all of the Japanese gym leaders are like named after fruits or vegetables. Oh. Interesting. Oh, Gordy. Oh, I get it. Ah! Wait, Gordy, wait, Gordy, what is it? Because it's a gourd. Like a gourd. A gourd and a melon. Oh, like a, like oh the... man. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. Um, <laughs> she she was interesting. She did not come off as this, uh, you know, forgettable person. She's She made it very clear that she's a mom. And uh, her trainer card said that she is ruthless to her kids. And when uh when she like gets into arguments with them, it makes like she brings that anger into the battle. Oh. Um, sounds interesting. like Okay. I don't think they're married because Gordy was Okay. I'm the- just curious if like if they were like maybe same age or something, but she was she was very mom. She had uh so this actually is a battle where I was like, oh no, I messed up. Okay, oh. so she opens with a new Pokemon. She opens with Frostmoth, uh, which is the evolution of Snorm, uh, which is that cute Snom? little- Snom? Snom, sorry. Snom, Snom. Is it Snom, Snom or Snom? S-N-O-M is how you spell it. Yeah, Snom? and it, Snom? Like, Snom would make sense, but also Snom kind of sounds like- Because Snow? Know. Snow, yeah. Snow. I don't know why I keep putting an R in there, because I think Snorm is Snorm. a funny word. <laughs> Snorm? I'm going to name mine Snorm. Way off. <laughs> um, so she opens with Frostmoth, which is four times a week to fire, not too bad. I mean, ice and bug. She then brings out Galarian Darmanitan. Yeah! Uh, which is oh, yeah. incredible. Like, I didn't even, uh, the only thing I saw was the guy that was talking about sad. And he has one next to him, doesn't he? Yeah, and Dar- I was like, whoa, this is real, real No, he right has now. a gal- Galarian Daramuka. He has the baby Whatever. one. Yeah. So she has the Got evolution. The and then- uh, It's hits- really something. She hits, evolution. A- she hits me with a Pokemon called Ice Q. Have you seen Ice Q yet? Yes. No, I have not. <laughs> what does it- No, can I guess what it looks like? Sure. I don't know. Because I-, I thought of like cubes, and then I thought about cue balls. <laughs> and so I- is it a shape? I mean, all Pokemon's are shit. So you're on, you're on the, the, is it the a, is it a Q? You are. It is. Is it a question mark? Is I, it a symbol? You, pool Q. So it's think a, of a it's pool all of Q. Okay. So is it like a just a? Giant, does it look like a huge eye? No. So it, <laughs> what does it look like? Why is can it like you a stick shape? Like what is it? Ah. Ice Q. <laughs> Do you cute. want me to describe like, it? Cute. Is it like a pointer? Like is, it, uh, I have no clue what it looks oh like. I guess we're talking about it. What so would you compare? We, we have to. What would you compare Ice Q to prior? Po- it's a gimmick Pokemon. It is maybe like maybe like a Shuckle, except Shuckle is like actually not garbage. <laughs> Ice Q. Yeah. How is it spelled? E I S. C-U-E. Okay, so that reminds me of like Esquire rather yeah, than Ice. So it, okay. Okay, so it's. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, what it looks I mean, like. I will. Here's a picture of it. I don't want to look. It is, uh, for our listeners, it is a penguin with an ice cube on its <laughs> head. Its head is an ice what? cube. <laughs> so this is where I messed up. Let me tell you about Melanie. <laughs> No, hold on though. What okay, because there is. Oh, I will get to the second on, part. Okay, it looks like a right. robot. It looks like a robot. Okay. So for for basic things, you're like, all right, I get it. It's a it's an ice Pokemon. It's a penguin. There's an ice cube on its head. Uh, there's okay, Goldeen's just a goldfish with a horn, right? Like I get it. It's dumb. I, God, this I, is far different than this like is, this is a a version of a thing that exists. So I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? I I always Dynamax when they Dynamax. That's fun. Usually it takes us two or three hits. I was like, why don't I Dynamax early for once? Mm. Like maybe I'll be at a disadvantage when whatever she sends out Dynamaxes, and we'll we'll work with that. I want to. I I want. I don't want to do the same strategy every time. Mm-hmm. Which is what I taught Irene when she was fighting Kabu, because she kept. Getting to Kabu's final Pokemon with like two Pokemon left, and I said, "Why don't you just Dynamax at the start, 
And then you're going to get to his final Pokemon with six left instead of two left because the first two were giving her a hard time. Just Dynamax and one-shot them. And then don't worry about his Dynamax because he only has three moves. When she sends out the uh, when she sends out the Galarian Darmanitan, I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. I can't one-shot you. I'm going to Dynamax. I'm going to one-shot you. And then whatever you send out next, I'm going to one-shot. And then whatever you send out next, I'm going to one-shot. Oh, dude, so- though. Ice Q. Does it like? Oh, I, I I'm so interested about this. When you hit it, does the it, ice it, like, cube it, melts oh, and it reveals its real face. No! I have a picture no, of it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I'm thinking of the scream painting. It's it's, it's no. not scary. It's really dumb. I don't want to look. I'm scared. Th- there's I'm his scared. there's his real face. The most important part, though. <laughs> Is what is what its alternate form is called? It's called noise face. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my so god. the first form is called ice face, and the second form is called noise face. Uh, ice Q changes its form when hit by attack, and its ability ice face is activated. It will change back in hail. So if you still don't know what this does, it's pretty much Mimikyu's disguise ability, where uh, no matter how much damage you do to its ice form, it breaks the ice cube, which reveals its true form, which then you can damage. So as you can imagine, using a Dynamax move on ice cube is a waste. Is a waste of a whole Dynamax turn because you have to break its face first. Mm-hmm. Um, which meant I went into Melanie's last Pokemon with, oh, I she's gonna Dynamax and I don't, <laughs> yeah. I gotta suffer through three turns of this. Yeah, that's Ice Q. But then uh, you hit it, and then you're like, noise, because you stop, because you got it. You're like, nice. But also, <laughs> but also, it just spells no ice face, which is equally as stupid, <laughs> right? So, ice face and no ice face, but noise or or noise face. <laughs> um. So I love this Pokemon. Also, North Face because so (laughs) that's why I was like, oh, like was Stone in Stone Jerer cool? Stone Jerner because it sounds like it wasn't as cool. It was super cute. I liked it. It is a really cute Pokemon. I liked liked it a lot. lot. I was like, I think I ooed when I saw it. (laughs) So her last Pokemon is her last Pokemon is Lapras. Oh, and it does um Gigantamax into a bigger, almost um. Lock nest kind of thing, not as long as a neck, but you can definitely see like some lock lock nest vibes in Lapras, uh, which was did we not see this thing in a trailer. Uh, no, point? we did not, but it was it was one of the early ones, heavily rumored. Mm, got it. It was it was like it was Sir Farfetch gets an evolution, uh, Meowth gets a Gigantamax, a big form that changes pikachu gets a big form that changes and lapras gets a big form that changes we're all in like one of the original rumors mm-hmm. uh, so she uses lapras which let me tell you gigantamax lapras ice water and you ain't gotten anything super effective is a rough fight but i got through it and just once once the gigantamax wore out it was fine but I, ice ice q really threw a uh Threw a whole wrench in my Dynamax plans. I understand because, like, the noise form looks like no ice. No noise. Yeah. Uh, looks like a cute, like a pool. Uh, which is funny because I think a lot of people, if you were using Z moves throughout Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon, you probably fell for the Mimikyu thing of, like, oh, I'm just going to Z move the Mimikyu right away. And yep. then you're like, well, I just wasted that on your disguise. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so that was th- that was the fight. Uh, a lot of the, I, I'm. It sounds like your gym leader didn't really say much. My gym leader didn't really say much either. Um, he, he she did. just mentioned how she was a mom. He was like, "Let's just get this over with because I like I always win or something like that." And it was like, "You're not Leon by," which is exactly <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> the only thing key really that happened was which I was just story and not like specific to versions is that this is the first i think the first gym leader that hop lost to oh yes yes and he's like Uh, really defeated about it can we just talk about this so gordy is her son oh really that is that is that is confirmed here on the the fandom page because she mentions how she always fights with her son 
Okay, and so they're not son. married. No. <laughs> so it says it. personality. She seems rather calm and reserved, which she did start off that way. And she trains with a strict way uh, similar to a Sparta method, which she does say like, oh, I am tough. Well, she's an icy mother. And then it is speculated tough. with her battle style. It is fluent by the bickering she has with her son, Gordy. Okay. Got it. Interesting. Gordy does not look that young. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That's why I was confused. He's literally Dolph. Dolph. Yeah. So absolutely. Gordy has no description on this uh Wikipedia page like Melanie does. So. He's irrelevant. Yeah, it seems like they put a lot more effort into her. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like the screenshots of her doesn't d- don't do a lot of justice, but when they they zoom in on her before she throws the ball and she does like a volleyball throw, she does like a very mom like two hand volley. Like you know how people do two hand a bowl. She kind of has that when she throws the Dynamax ball. I bowl like that. Well, what? <laughs> But when they when they zoom in on her, you can kind of see the wrinkles under her eyes of like, oh, you're a lot older than like these screenshots are showing. Okay. Uh, I don't. Did Gordy even throw his ball in a cool way? He he pushed up his sunglasses like yeah. I'm so cool, uh, okay. and then yeah, I was like, okay, you're Got trying, it. you're trying, you're doing the most with the least. What he was. Uh, also, not to not uh, my favorite gym not to get ahead of our next episode, but if you were to read Marnie's card, it gives away a lot of things. Yeah, if you read a lot of cards, you get to know a lot of you get to know some pretty in depth stuff. I, I was tr- I was talking about that. Yeah, before. the cards are great. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're awesome. They're one of the yeah. best parts of the game, I think, because they just provide so much character depth. On top of, like, the game does a really good job at establishing characters and, like, giving you their personality and who they are. And and we've already compared, you know, the gym leaders of X and Y where they all kind of felt shallow and empty and kind of like these silhouettes. I really like that you get them, like, a decent amount before you actually interact with them. Especially, I mean, just almost for every single gym leader. Because, well, every single gym leader. So it's just, like, I think... Nope, that's a different gym leader that's in the future. But um like <laughs> like with um Opal. What's Opal. Her name? Yeah. Yep. Her thing was about questions and how she's testing people and mm-hmm. how they show their true colors during a match. And so that's something that was a bit foreshadowing as to how she's probably going to approach her battle with you. Later on, I was like, ooh, when I read some of the cards. Yeah. And so I <laughs> <laughs> Which was really fun. I think I made a noise. I don't know if you heard me, but I was like, <laughs> so. Yeah, Marnie's Marnie's card is good. Uh, Bead's card is good, too, if you read Bead's card. Yeah. Nessa's card is pretty boring. I think it talks about her friendship with Sonia and her love of cooking. Yeah. Oh, it shades her so bad because she's like, <laughs> she's like, Milo is my toughest, like, rival. And he's like, my toughest rival is myself. Yes, and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Wow. I mean, it makes sense that she would say Milo's her toughest rival because water's weak to grass. Um, but I like how Milo's like, oh, nah, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sir Chester is. Uh, I mean, there's a store there. You can. You there's a shop. There's Game Freak's offices in one hotel. There's another office that has like a little cute detective thing. Uh, I won't spoil that, but if you want a little cute storyline, there's a little detective thing in the other hotel you can do. Mm. But you'll you'll come back here post game if you want your shiny charm and uh, your op- uh, oval charm. There, right after the battle, there is a battle with Hop. Mm-hmm. And is this the battle where I might have to cut this? Is this the battle where he reverts to his old team? No. Okay. What? No. Uh, because he, mm, I can't remember which battle I, that I was. Do I do not think that. so. I, he he brings back his dub wool and starts with his dub wool. Okay, well then oh, I guess yeah. yes, yes, okay. it yeah. is. This is well. This is. I'm sorry, there's so many well, battles. Let me, check these, let me check these notes real quick. Didn't we we finish? Oh, this is after Bob's your uncle, right? Yeah, after Bob's your yeah. uncle, and then Hop comes out and congratulates you, and mm-hmm. she talks about the heroes, and then yeah, Hop wants to battle, and he has dub wool, Corviknight, Pincher, uh Cinderace, and Snorlax. Got it. Well, you know, whatever starter. Right. So, yeah, there's like this is a really cool development of Hop where you battle him, I think, two or three times. And he has he completely doesn't have his double. He doesn't have his core of a squire, which at this point is a core of a knight. He doesn't have any of his Pokemon. I think except his starter is Mm -hmm. the one he keeps. Mm -hmm. But like that, that's not important. Like his Wooloo 
was Evolve. always, always first on his team. Like, he always sent out his Wulu first. So when you get to the point where he goes, I'm, like, changing my whole team, which is, like, cool. But you're like, oh, but your Wulu is, like, your actual pal. And you don't have him anymore. Yeah. And so yeah. when he comes back and starts with Dubwool, like, oh, no, I, your, your I team actually... is back. Like, this is awesome. Like I was like, I didn't even know that it that Wulu had an evolution. I mean, I mean, obviously, like, it seems like it would. But I didn't really think about it. A little billy goat, but I was like, "Oh, wow!" So I was like, "Oh, that's still." Cool. He's got newcomer pin curchin though. Pin curchin, which, which is supposed to be <laughs> really... pin cushion plus C urchin. Yeah, sounds really uh, right. Hit that one out of the park. Yeah, that a lot was... of these names are just real good. It's just, the... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just like a less interesting pukumuku. Yeah, I don't know what the gimmick is supposed to be with that. Um, although Pukumuku was never competitive, I don't think. Although Inwards Out was is, interesting. Is Pincurchin competitive? I don't think so. I don't. Well, okay. I don't know its abilities or its move sets. Uh, the last place we're gonna end. Speaking of competitive, the last place we're gonna end is you go south and you get the bike. You fight Team Yell. You upgrade to the water bike, which is great. Uh, but there's a, a a Pokemon over there called Graplock, which Micah referenced, I think earlier. Oh! Graplocked. Speaking of competitive. I love yeah. everything about Graplock look wise, but he has a garbage move pool. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm just bad at competitive, but I feel like he doesn't I feel like he's not special. I feel like every time I use a move, it just never kills anything. I don't know if it's like he's a special to me because I literally couldn't care less about his move pool. <laughs> oh man, I just think his move pool is so boring and all his moves are super simple and he doesn't have like an exciting ability. He looks cool, though. I was like, why is there a Lucha octopus in the wall? What is happening? His, like, tentacle makes a belt as yeah, well. Yeah, I was, I was like, whoa, how Lucha has competition. What's going on? Oh, There's, what did uh, you put? We, when we were talking about after the last episode, you and I, Steve, were, like, chatting about something. I think it's when we t- both got to the point where, where we saw Grap Locked and we were talking about it. And I Googled, because uh, I said, I feel like it's Halucha's uh rival and then i googled octopus versus bird and there were just a ton <laughs> of national geographic videos <laughs> of octop- uh, an octopus and a bird fighting each other that's amazing i mean they're both luchador animals like they they have to be right yeah it has its own like move called uh octo lock i think this is a brand new move it's a non-damaging fighting move the user locks onto the target and prevents them from fleeing. It also lures this target's special defense and defense every turn. Which that I makes guess sense. is like kind of okay, but name wise that makes sense because if you if you're fighting someone You're using your other grappling? tentacles to yeah. hold them. Yeah. Um what's the name of the what it evolves into? No, so that's it, the evolution. That is the, the evolution. Of, that's what I mean. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Clobopus. Yeah. Is <laughs> way better than Grapple. So it was cute. so cute. It just w- wags its little boxing it was like bouncing glove hands around. Forth. I was like, oh my gosh, this thing is so adorable. I want it one. Wants, I think I caught wants it. Wants to fight you real bad. Uh, yeah, I like I like Clobopus a lot better than Grapple Lock design wise. <laughs> I think it's really adorable. I think it's na- oh. I think its name is better than grap graplocked or whatever it is. It's like grappling octopus. Yeah, you know, but literally clobopus. just clobopus. <laughs> that is exactly what together. it is. But what if you put clobber and octopus together? Clobopus. <laughs> it's so cute. Ah, I the know. little ah, it's, very it's so cute. cute. <laughs> um, I, I, that's what we'll we'll leave it there though. But <laughs> it looks like it has sock and boppers, like the boxing glove. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Okay, well that was my point. It does. Sock and boppers. All right, that ends our episode. We will be back tomorrow. We actually have the game plan for tomorrow's episode. The sixth episode will be both the seventh gym and the eighth gym all in one. And then, of course, as all Pokemon games have a bad guy that will suddenly appear, uh, that mm-hmm. will be our seventh episode. And then our championship, as there's the champion cup, will be our eighth episode. That should be the game plan going forward. Oh, word. So there's there's the schedule for you if you uh, are at a certain part of the game. So we will be back tomorrow. Indeed. Oh. Hopefully we got a good dose of the wild area out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I, 
I am wild area'd out. Area. Okay. I don't yeah. I don't know really what there is else to talk about in regarding the wild area oh, other look, than just I go can play in it. Show you my five star quillfishes. Okay. They're great. They got intimidate. They're looking real good. What if I don't want to see them? Sounds great, but okay. I hear two thousand <laughs> I hear twenty twenty might be the year of quillfish, actually. Oh, I see. Yeah. This so. is the year of Maractus. Yes, yes, yes. It's Next the year's year of- the year of Quillfish. It's like the that's year of I, Spoink, that's actually. That's my understanding, yeah. Because it's the year of the pig. This year. Why wouldn't it be Tepig, then? Well, I thought of Spoink <laughs> first. I'm sorry. Tepig is actually more appropriate. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of Spoink. <laughs> I mean, Spoink's pretty good. <laughs> but Tepig would probably be more appropriate. Look, neither of those Pokemon made it in game. Literally has Maractus the name Pig in its name. Okay, okay. It is. I don't even know what, what about time Pig it is. Knight? I have been awake for... What about M. Boar? Yeah, nobody wants to look at Pig Knight, though. Stop. Uh, Pig Knight has a little wrestling singlet. Please. Please. What are we talking about? Good. <laughs> Knight. Galler. <laughs> <laughs>